We know, like us, our listeners spend countless hours every week taking care of loved ones, but most probably don't have an estate plan. Samson McPhee lawyers can help. Estate planning allows you to make the big decisions now, like who will take care of your kids if you pass away and allows you to control how your assets will be distributed and managed. Estate planning is extra important for parents, common law partners, and people with blended families. Call Kelly at Samson McPhee at 902-563-5906 to find out about special pricing for our listeners. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Sarah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2024. That feels like a wild number to me. It does. Year-wise. 2023 felt weird though. And now it's gone. You know what I think it is? I think when we had Bo and Logan, if we thought about them going to school, it was like 23, 24, and that felt so far away. Yes. Now all of a sudden we're here. But 2019 feels like it was last year. I know. But it was five years ago. What? Let's speak of it. Like I think 2015 was five years ago. That was nine years ago. Yeah. We're old. What? We're super old. Time goes by faster and faster every year. I know. But here we are in a new year, which is always exciting for me. New year, same us. New year, same us. Just struggled for 45 minutes to try to get this started. (laughs) New year, same me, but elevated a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Because I'm like... I try not to be one of those. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where I'm trying not to be one of those people that's like, I'm going to start this on Monday. I'm going to start, you know, X, Y, Z on the first of the month. I'm like, no, if you want to start it, just start it now. Right. Like, why are you waiting? Every day is a new day. Yeah. 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 But for some reason this year, I am determined to make it a healthier year for me. I love that. Like it it actually has to happen. Like I said this to Daniel, I was like, no, like... We are driving ourselves into the ground. Like, That's an exaggeration. We cannot keep this up. That's an like, exaggeration. So some life changes, which I'm excited about. But man, I find commitment hard. It is hard. I, I think, really struggle. Well, I don't think it's just you. I think we live in a really fast-paced world with a society that tells us all these other things coming at us. Like we're constantly on the defense. So trying to commit to something and stay to it feels unrealistic because we know like tomorrow is going to bring something new that we didn't prepare for and a kid's going to get sick and we're not going to be able to do what we had planned. And we're just constantly reacting right. to like the world around us, I think, right? It's hard. Right. But you can do it. You can make a commitment to yourself and just, it's, I, what do they say? It takes three weeks to develop the habit. Like oh, you I have wondered, to push yourself right. even when you don't want to. I always say like, remember the feeling you'll have when it's done. Not that I'm at any good at it either. I break commitments to myself all the time, but remember the feeling you'll have when it's done. Because like nine times out of 10, you're not going to want to do the thing that you want to make yourself do, right? Absolutely. But when you're finished it, you're gonna be like, I'm glad I did that. Yes. You're not gonna be like, oh, I hate myself for doing that. Like, you know, (laughs) like you're usually gonna be happy that you did it, even if it's a struggle to get through it. Yeah. And I think about like school, for instance, like- with that, there's like the accountability piece, like the papers due on this time. If you don't get it in by this time, there's consequences to that. So like, I don't have issues with like deadlines and things like that. Like, cause it's like, I know like I'm accountable for that. And I always say that with my sleep clients is that like, they do so well when we work together because they're, they're accountable ca- to you. Right. So they always mm-hmm. say like, I've done this before and it didn't work, but I'm like, but did you have someone checking in every day and checking the sleep log and whatever? So there is that piece. So it's like with 
me and these new healthier habits I'm trying to get into. Like who is keeping me accountable with that? I have to rely on myself and it's really tough. That is really funny though. Like we should have a deeper conversation about that with someone. Like why is it that we will keep promises to other people easier than we'll keep promises to ourselves? Why don't we consider ourselves as important as like right, all these other I mean, people were? Right, but I mean, it's easier to disappoint ourselves than it is somebody else too. Yeah, I know, but why? Like, I don't give a shit about disappointing myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah you'll get it another but day, But you girl. do on some level, you know? Like, right. Maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need uh why don't you get a coach or a workout buddy or uh I don't know what I need. Since I said this is the year for like holding myself accountable, like following through, like have to do it, have to, have to, have to. I said I was going to jump into the Myra. Right. For the New Year's Dave day. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with like the benefits of cold plunging or anything like that. It's just like, I said I was going to do it and I was goddamn well going to do it. The follow through. I like that. The follow through. Mm -hmm. I was like, I am starting off this year doing what I said I was going to do. And then, so it was New Year's Eve and I kept waking up through the night thinking of excuses. (laughs) Like, how can I get out of this? Like, (laughs) no one else will care if I don't do it. Daniel might be like, oh, Jess, come on. You said you were going to whatever. But no one, like that, it would go as far as that and that's it. I could have got out of it if I wanted to. So I got up and I was like, just go, just go now. Just just do it. Rip the bandaid off. And I went and I did it. And I felt, you know what? I was so proud. I was like, okay. How did it feel? It felt good. It, it, I felt like my feet were going to fall off. That was the only issue. Yeah. I felt like I could have stayed in the water a touch longer, but my breath was taken away and I panicked. I was like, right. oh my God. Can't I can't believe people do this for fun. Yeah. Like, but anyway, you did it. But that I did it. Good. And that was the important thing. So I was yeah. like, okay, you set off the air with the right intention. Now just keep going. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Good. You did it. Proud of you. Are you a big New Year's resolution person like in I the past? Mean, I don't know. I love the idea of a fresh start. I feel like yeah. it's fun. It's exciting. Like thinking about like the start of a new year, you know, turning a page. Yeah. I think I've always had the same intentions of like being healthier. Yeah. But I was never like super duper serious about them. Right. I was just like, ah. Because yeah. I never needed it enough or I never wanted it. It was never, it just didn't matter as much as it does now. Yeah. I guess I'll just put it that way. Like I'm at a point in my life now where I'm like, something has got to give right. for my own health. It's not about appearance. It's not about, it's just about me knowing that this is what's going to be good for me. Right. Never wanted it as much as I do now. Yeah. What about you? New Year's resolutions. I think, I think I've probably participated in them in my brain like a few times, but I think I always have felt a little bit of an ick about them because of the undue pressure put on people. Yes. Like I just think... I'm the same. I like the turning of a page and a fresh new start and a brand new year, especially if the year prior was difficult or challenging for different reasons. Like it's nice to say like, okay, new year, let's set intentions. I think that's the piece though. I think my language around it has changed. So instead of resolutions or limitations, I think it's more like I said to Pat the other day, what are some intentions we have for this year? Like if we're going to get intentional and purposeful about our life, like what are some things we want? And then how are we going to achieve that like logistically and logically and without being too like wishy-washy about it like how are we going to do it you know so I think like intentions and boundaries I think the new year is a nice time to remind ourselves like huh have we checked in with ourselves lately like do we have any new boundaries we need to set or intentions we want to do or goals we want to reach I think I've always felt in the past a little like uh, overwhelmed that I didn't have like the right resolution and like New Year's is tomorrow. What's my resolution? Right. Like it had to be some sort of perfectly Big curated thing. resolution. Yeah. yeah. Like I think that, I don't know. I don't like that feeling. 
And I think the new year for me has always felt like September because of like the educational yes. world we live in. Like it's September just, feels like fresh. a fresh start for it me. It is, yeah. So January doesn't always feel like a fresh start. It feels like the middle of a year to me. I know it's the start of a calendar year, but my academic year oh, is different, for right? sure. So I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel that too. It feels like, it, yeah, like if it's halfway through the year. Yeah. I feel that. That's how I feel. Yeah. So no, I'm not a huge New Year's resolution person, but I do think it's a nice reminder for us all to like check in. So I did check in like, okay, what are some things I want to change? Like I want to sleep better. I want to drink more water. I want to spend less time on my phone. I want to connect with my kids in different ways, like individually connect with them in different ways too. Like not always all together, like you know, how can I carve out time and space for that? I've been thinking about that. Is it because it's a new year that I'm thinking about it? Probably because everyone's like, new year, what are you going to do? You know, I read something the other day though that I think I resonated with the most and it was like, okay, new year. I wish I could find it. Find more time for rest and find more time for slowing down and find more time to say no. And like, I think that's where I'm at. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, how can I yeah, rest more? Still prioritize what's important, but- also just slow down a bit. Like time is just, I know they say, you know, in your 20s, it goes this fast. And in your 30s, it goes 30 kilometers an hour and 40. It goes by faster every decade. And I'm feeling that. Like I think every year goes by faster and faster. And it's a nice reminder to like slow the F down a little bit. Which is not that easy to do when we live in a world world that is so so fast-paced. Never been faster than it is right now. Like I laugh, I, I'm laughing inside when you're like, I need to get my rest. I'm like, but you have twin three-year-olds yeah, I know, and a five-year-old and they're in activities. And yeah, I mean, good for you. I yeah. think that's great. But also <laughs> don't, put, don't put too much good pressure luck. on yourself there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with all the things you've said. And I think that some people are always like sometimes annoyed or like eye roll at the fact of like, oh, you know, New Year's resolutions. But I think, yeah, about checking in, I think being intentional. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I roll sometimes yeah. at the resolution. That's okay. But it's not bad. Like I think when people do it intentionally, I'm happy for them. I just don't think it's like a, it's never been a huge thing for me, I don't think. Right. Or I feel, yeah, it's always felt too much. Not like you're after, like you said about the accountability piece. It's not like, anyone else even needs to know your resolutions, you know? But I don't know why it feels like they do. Like you have to have this like, what's your New Year's resolution? Like it's this perfect answer, you know? Daniel's brother, Colin, so my brother-in-law, I was telling that like we were all together for New Year's, we stayed in Myra. And I was telling them like that I was planning to do this. So then like I did it, came back. And I was like, I'm going to put it on Facebook. And he's like, so annoyed. And he's like, why? Uh, He's like, I thought you were doing this for you. And I was like, I am doing this for me, but I'm putting it on Facebook as like, I couldn't really explain it. I was trying to say that like, it's it's for me to, to show that like I did this. Right. He's like, but it's still for attention. Right. And I guess, yeah. But I was just trying to like put it out there that like, okay, this is something I said I would do. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Right. But he's like, why does everything have to go on Facebook? You're not doing it for you then. Right. So then I was like having that internal battle of like, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting. Social media is so interesting. Like that's an interesting dichotomy or like battle. Cause I know people feel, lots of people feel like Colin. Like, yeah. why are you doing that? Why yeah. does everything have to be online? Da, 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 da. Which I get. In some way, I get it. Like, I question that sometimes too. But on the other front, like, I totally understand what you're saying on the other hand, because you want to celebrate the wins. Like, if we're not celebrating the wins, 
what are we doing? Like, right. And if you want to celebrate it by sharing it, because maybe it's going to inspire someone else or maybe it's going to connect you with people in your life that you care about or maybe it's for you six months from now when you get the memory that this happened six months ago that you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I did that, right? right? So like- celebrate the win what's the big deal what's the problem like so then I was like okay like if it is for attention right I know that like negative attention there's a lot of that like you know or like remember when we used to put you know in high school junior whatever I was it was 2007 that I got Facebook so I was in grade 11 I think oh yeah Uh, and like university yeah and you'd put on like super sad like don't bother or something stupid don't I'm upset don't ask me why I, you want everyone to ask you why. Right. Like that's the reason. But like, I don't know. So maybe it was for attention somewhere in my brain, but is that a bad thing? Like, can we, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think, it, I think it's the motive behind it. Like, why are you, I don't know, you know, seeking it. Are you not getting it from places? Like, is that Colin's point? Like, isn't it enough that we're all here and supporting you? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But I don't know. I, I have this battle a lot. I, I'm glad you brought this up actually, because I think it's an interesting conversation. I think it's hard to ignore social media because we're all on it. Like it's the way our world works, right? Like it is a humongous platform for communication and connection. Yes, there's lots of challenges and negative impacts and ethical implications to using it incorrectly for sure. But it also is when used well, it is a platform for connection Right. And community. You're right. And communication. And I think that's important. And here's my other piece with it. When people, not Colin, love Colin, love you, Colin. I'm not saying this directly to you, but when people are complaining about those people who share everything on social media, I have to laugh because I think, well, you see it. Like you're on social media. Right. You're just lurking in the background watching yeah, he it. I liked all. it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like people, everyone's participating in social media in one and way or the other, you're whether right. you're scrolling and just consuming right. other people's creations. If those people weren't sharing these things, you'd have nothing to consume. So that is such if, a good point. If you're not, if you're, unless you're completely, unless you're completely <laughs> off social media and you have an opinion about it, fine. But if you're critiquing the way, other way people use it, but you're using it too, just not in the way that you feel. Like, oh my God. You know, like why are why is there a hierarchy in like use of social media? Of course, there's dangerous ways to use it. And like, I'm not condoning that. But if you want to share a win, great. Like I think about that sometimes if I post, I think like, okay, why am I posting this? And it's, but like, then it's like, I'm why doing do it. Yeah, I'm not doing it for anyone else. Like I'm actually, and I can honestly say that, like I've thought about this. I've sat with it for a while in the past years. And it's like, you know what? There's a few reasons why. For us, for example, I think we post some things to like build community or let other people know they're not alone or we want to share like if it's if, if anyone takes one little ounce of inspiration or motivation or encouragement or education from what we're posting, we're like, it's worth it, right? Personally, when I post, it's like, this is, I consider my Instagram page, for example, because I think that's where I'm most active as a scrapbook for me. Right. If and we've talked about this before. And it's private. And if you're viewing it, I consider you someone in my community, whether close or not. And I'm happy to share my life with you. And of course, they're like, it's highlight real memories. And there's lots of like things on the cutting room floor that don't make it. But for me, it's a scrapbook for me. Like I go back and look at my posts. I go back and look at the, my kid's first birthday party. Like that's where I go back and look at that stuff. And it's like a photo album online that we're sharing because our world is so digital now, right? Like you're not coming over and looking at my photo album on my coffee table anymore. You're looking at it, it's called Instagram and you're looking at it there, right? So yeah, for me, it's like I post for me, for my family, 
for my for like community I like to share, I think it's important. And when people worry about like, I, I've never been a big rule thought, like what's the right time to post? Can you post more in one day? Like post whatever you want, whenever you want. When my friends send me Snapchat to their kids and then they're like, sorry, I'm like sending so many snaps today. I'm like, never apologize. Right. Send all the snaps. Yeah. If I'm annoyed, that's a me problem yeah. and I'll look at them later. But I, personally, I'm never annoyed. I know I annoy people with the amount of snaps I send, but if you don't want to don't listen to them, them skip swipe fine. through them. But yeah. for me, I'm like, no, share a million snaps of your baby eating their watermelon right. or walking or crawling. Like I love to see it and it's important to you and you're important to me. I don't ever question your motives of like why you're sharing it or what you're right. trying to like, what the intention behind it is. I figure you're sharing your life with the people you love. And like, for me, I think, I don't know why we've all been shamed into like doing that the right way sometimes. Like I think people get really, I know everyone has different comfort levels with how much they share about their lives and whatever. But for me, like that is connection. Like we connect with people through our wins and our losses and our challenges and our triumphs. And like, if we're not sharing that with the people we love, then what are we doing? It's true. I don't know. Life's too short. I think share yeah, it. Share it. And if you don't, if you're not a poster, that doesn't mean you're not like right. celebrating no, the exactly. wins. You're just doing it in your own way. Yeah. And we've talked about that too, about like certain things people post. I'm like, oh my God, like put that in a card and like right. give it to your partner. Instead right, right, right. Of, you know, but yeah, you're right. It's, but it's some, that's some people's greeting, like right. greeting card, I think. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that if you're not one of those people, you should feel pressure to do that. Or it doesn't mean that like your relationship, if I'm not posting a, sappy post in two weeks for Pat's birthday. It doesn't mean I didn't celebrate his birthday. Oh, like, you know what I mean? 100%. It's just, we do it in different ways. Oh yeah. If, if that's the case, Daniel <laughs> would never hear a thing from me. Yeah. We've because talked I just about this don't. before. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't post on my wall for my birthday yeah. and I don't post on his. Facebook so, official. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Anchored Ideas is Cape Breton's leading marketing and communications agency. Known for their heart and hype, big dreams for Cape Breton Unimagi fuel their creativity. Here, there is no divide between business and community. Your neighbors and friends may very well also be your family. And when local businesses are doing well, we're all rising together. For these reasons and more, when the team at Anchored Ideas work with a client, it's personal. They're proud to be there for the big wins, the hurdles, and all the moments in between. They help you build your brand, define your difference, and connect you with those who matter. This signature heart and hype is the core of everything they do at Anchored Ideas. And we know firsthand that this team of powerhouse professionals are exactly who you need to speak to when trying to bring your vision to life. Yeah, so New Year, we got a lot in store. We do, exciting times Lots ahead. of fun. September to now was busy. It was Chaos. Chaos. I feel yeah. like our heads were down and we just popped them back up on like we December 23rd. We hardly spoke. I know. We hardly saw each other. I think we saw each other once. Yeah. Maybe at the Maggie musical. That's right. It was very, it was rough. We were ships passing in the night. Right. For sure. But it was like, it had to be that way because yeah. of how busy we were. Mm-hmm. But it just felt, it didn't feel right. No, it didn't. It, it was, was rough. chaos. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad but we're- transitions start- are. Yeah. Like, you know. 100%. Yeah. I feel like we're in a good spot now. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like we've already seen each other more in this year. It's, yeah, only, ch- it's only January 4th that we have <laughs> since true. September. So that's good. That's actually true. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm excited for the new year. Me too. I'm I'm really excited. I think it's going to be good. It is going to be good. You know what's interesting, Jess? I think going back to like your plan for like a healthier you, whatever that means to you and what that looks like. 
I think too, like you say, it has to be my year. Like it has to be the year that we do it or whatever. Isn't there a part of that, like as we age, not that we're ancient, I'm not trying to say that, but we are older. And like, this is just not something we had to worry about in our early twenties, you know? like That's what I mean. I never needed it. Like it was never important enough because- My clothes still fit or like whatever. We also never really taught about it though. Like that's an interesting piece too. Like I don't really remember a ton of education around like nutrition and exercise, like little bits here and there, but in the like school system and whatever else, I think I got it out of being an athlete and like coaches who were into that, but not necessarily- because it's not a priority. As a whole person, like in the system. It's not you know? seen as a priority when yeah, it should be so the number backward. one. Yeah. It, yes. But I mean, I don't know. It's been a struggle. Like, I mean, my mental health obviously was, I mean, my poor brain for years right. and years and years. I struggled immensely. And then Daniel's parents both passed away. And then I just felt like I was like over the edge. Yeah, of like course. I was like, oh my God. Well, like, something like that Something depletes. has got to give. Yeah. Because it was getting really, really bad. And then I talked about this on our stories of like getting on medication and stuff. But I literally gained 25 pounds on it. Yeah. Which that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because I'm he- like, like physically, I don't look healthier. Right. But mentally I am. Right. Which to me is like, I couldn't be more thankful for that. Right. In the context of your experience, you feel that way. Yes. I wouldn't say that about you. Like, I'm not looking at you like, oh, Jessica, do we have to sit down and talk? Like, you're not at your healthiest. I would never say that. No. But you in your own body, you feel like this is a different time for you. 100%. And I don't, when I look in the mirror, like I don't recognize myself. I really don't. And it's up to me to make the changes. Mm -hmm. But- I don't know. Like a part of me is like, yeah, it's age too. You know, like our bodies change and Mm -hmm. they're meant to change and we should embrace those changes. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we need to look one way for our whole lives. I don't think that that's like, yeah, normal. Like, you know what I mean? Like we grow, we we grow humans or even if we don't, like our bodies are changing. They're Mm -hmm. meant to. Our hormones are changing. Everything. But yeah, I think that like we still have to be comfortable in who we are. And I'm just not right now. Right. So I need to just make some changes to feel that way. Yeah. Good for you. And I don't, I'm not weighing myself. It's not about that. It's about a feeling. Yeah. It's not about a number. It's about how I feel. Right. I think that's important. I think that level of self-awareness is important. And then I think the recognition of knowing that you want to feel a different way than you feel now. Right. But it is hard. Like I've been talking to a few different people on social media about this because they are feeling the same way of like starting this medication and the like the battle of like, they feel so good mentally, Mm -hmm. but physically they're like, whoa, like Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what I do. Like I can't lose the weight. It's just Mm -hmm. what it is. And so it is hard to feel like, like you can't, you can't have one or the other. Like you can't have both. You can't have you can't have a healthy mind and the body that you're usually used to. Like it's right. kind of, it's like a mind fuck a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I would never come off this medication. Right. I mean, maybe these healthier changes would get me to a place where I could potentially. Right. But I feel like my mind is so healthy that I would be so scared to like. What a feeling. That well, must feel so good though. It does. Like you yeah. have no, I, well. It must I, justify like, because I think sometimes when we're struggling with this initially, because we don't often always talk about it to other people, we kind of go back and forth in our own brains of like, is is this just how everyone feels? Because the world is overwhelming. Right. Or am I operating from a different level than everyone else with this, right? Right. 
am I anxious or do I have anxiety, An anxiety disorder? Yeah, exactly. like what, Absolutely. what's the difference? Like, how do we know? And if you've only ever felt that way for such a long time in your life, it's hard right. to rationalize like, okay, this feels different than two years ago because right. I felt this way two years ago, you know? So, and I said that to my doctor. I was like, I just don't understand how this pill is going to help me. Like, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I couldn't grasp the concept. I just like, I feel like I'm so far gone and I've lived this way for so long. And I'm so used to this that there's just no other way. Yeah. I couldn't. Do you understand now? Do you feel like you can, yeah. Well, I I guess I don't, I guess I just, I'm living my life and I'm actually living. Yeah. And enjoying Mm -hmm. and not thinking about. Outside of your head. Yeah. Yeah. And that just happened over time. Yeah. Like it just became, I don't think, I think, I don't, I think what I noticed it the most was when I was doing like studying for school, mm-hmm. how I was just focusing on that. Mm. And I've never been able to do that before because wow. I've always been thinking about like, am I dying? Right. Like what's happening in my body right now? Like, wow. Or I remember like- It was it, all consuming. All consuming. And I remember getting engaged and planning the wedding for like the following September. Like it would have been a year, like a 12, 18 months or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, God, I hope I'm alive then. Wow. (laughs) Like that's how I would think. Wow. Literally. Or like I would Do you remember that? Sorry to interrupt. Do you remember that being that way? Like since you were a little girl, do you think? Or do you think this was like an adult? I remember as far back as grade six. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. I felt uh, like a gland in my neck. Yeah. And I thought it was a tumor. Wow. And I I said this to my doctor when I was trying to like, because he's like, Somewhere along the way, this started, like this started right. happening. Right. And I had surgeries from a very young age on my eyes. So I had my first surgery, I think I was a year old. And I remember like go- going for the surgeries and like being very scared. Mm-hmm. And like, I think there was some trauma there. I remember there there used to be those commercials about, it was like make cancer history. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing those as a child and being so scared. Yeah. And I would used to like, when I would brush my hair, I would like when the like hair would come out on the brush, oh, I was thinking, thought I had cancer. Like I didn't realize gosh. that like a medication, like it was really bad. Like literally like, and then Gina got cancer, Daniel's yeah. mom, and then Brian got cancer, yeah. Daniel's dad. And then they both had, like, it was so rough. It was so yeah. rough. It was so hard. That was the catalyst though, for yes. you to get help, like to know 100%. that. 100%. Yeah. It just sent me over the edge. I was, I mean, I had coping strategies and I like got through, like mm-hmm. when I was younger, I remember I would just think about things Ahead, coming up like mm-hmm. Christmas and Easter and like those things as a little girl would like get mm-hmm. me my mind off it. Yeah. But then as I got older, it was harder yeah. to do that. And then I had Logan and I started mm-hmm. impressing those things onto him. Like I would be panicking about him. Right. So then I started therapy, but then my therapy provider was moving on. So then it's like you go on another mm-hmm. wait list or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was a year in November that I was on medication. Wow. And how long into that do you think you felt the changes? I would say it wasn't until I increased my dose. So I was on like 10 milligrams and I increased my dose to 15 that like a couple of months after that, I, I, well, it was like just in school. Yeah. I was like, oh, like it, yeah. it didn't like, I didn't wake up one day and be like, oh, you're not as anxious yeah. anymore. Just, I just started noticing like, oh, whoa, you're able to focus on other right. things and you're not worried other about your body. Other easier. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I still have anxiety. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm but it's not all consuming. Right. And that's the difference. Right. I can live my life. It does not take over my life. Yeah. I don't have to miss out on things. You, I can yeah. sleep. I can like focus on my schoolwork. I can focus on my friendships. I can, yeah. it's just, it's just amazing. Wow. Like, it's incredible. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Me too. I remember a doctor explaining it to me in a way that made so much sense for me. Like I think I've said this before, but 
I'm definitely like a visual learner. Like if I'm going to understand something, I want to be able to kind of see it in my head in some sort of picture. And he had said like, basically X amount of events happened in your life in a short amount of time and it knocked your levels out. So if you're thinking of it like a gas tank. Right. Or even like the shampoo and conditioner, you know, those uh, dispensers in like hotels that are like shampoo, conditioner, soap, but it's like, you can see what's in it, you know? Like think of one of those. And he's like, basically these things happened. This got to empty. And now you've been trying to deal with like everyday life things, but these tanks are empty. So you can't handle them from like a logical foundation here, you know? Like Mm -hmm. this anxiety is different he was explaining like the, cause I was like you, like, what's this pill? Like, how does this medication help these feelings, you know? And he had said like, basically what happens for my situation at the time, he said, you know, you just need this, I think for a short amount of time to help you fill up this gas tank, like to fill up these tanks again, to get them to like half full or full. And then once you're able to stabilize those levels, your own levels get, they Mm -hmm. were knocked out. And once they get back up and running, like you will feel like you felt before. And that's how how it had happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got pregnant, I started the meds, but then I got pregnant almost right away. And they say that a lot too. Like in pregnancy, your levels can get leveled back out. Right. Organically, I guess. Like, you know, chemically speaking, like your body does its thing hormonally. When I hear that now, like when you were like, I don't know how this pill is going to work. I was like, oh, this analogy helped me understand. Like, yeah, it helps fill up those tanks, right? Like you can't run from empty. Mm -hmm. You can't pour from an empty cup. Like we say those things all the time. Right. Our our body can't either, right? right? Like our brain can't. My brain needed serotonin. Your brain needed some some little something. 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 And it's got it. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know I've said this a billion times before, but- I was just having this conversation again the other day with a family member, my mom, but I was like, we go to the freaking doctor and dentist from the time we're 18 months, newborns, babies, toddlers, like checkups, checkups. Why are we not getting our brains checked? Like from an early <laughs> age, know. you know what I mean? Like well, why like not all the check in? About oral health, oral health, oral health. It's like, what? I don't what see no commercials. Health? I don't see no commercials on like, your two per year friggin' mental health checkup. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Or even or like check in with like <laughs> coping strategies or emotional regulation checkups. Like, why not? Like, just give people the knowledge mm-hmm. so that they can like feel their way through it. So like when they are in grade six and you're feeling worried about your hair on the brush, yeah. you're able to check in with That's someone right. six months later and say, you know what? I did have this weird thought about the hair on a brush. Like, uh, and then they can be like, things. okay, let's chat that out. Because right. like as Dr. Jill says, if you don't say it out loud, I can't read your brain. That's so like right. we can't read minds, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I just think we have to give kids more credit sometimes. And just like the stigma. I mean, I know we've talked about this too, but like, my God, like- Take care of your brains. Well, that's what I mean. I think it would like there would be no stigma if we there's no stigma about going to the dentist. No, you know what I mean, like if we just all did it, if we were all expected to do it from a young age, like we wouldn't think right. about it as something you go to when something's wrong. When something's exactly, you would just think of it as like a healthy check in once a year, or twice like, a year, or whatever also, it is. It's okay to take a pill for your brain. Just as like, it's okay to take a pill for your stomach. If and you have heartburn, you take your Panalock. Yeah. If you know, you don't you, ignore your insulin. Oh, serious. Oh, sorry, Alexa. Sorry, Alexa. You're trying to get in on the pod. Welcome around the uh, table. Welcome around. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, yeah, you're not like embarrassed about taking your insulin. If anyone out there that's listening wants to chat about it, please reach out. Or because, if you, oh my God. And if you needed a sign to like, should I check in with my doctor? 
this is your sign. Like if you're having any sort 100%. of thoughts, just check in. And not to mention the services I've gotten at CBU mm-hmm. since my diagnosis that helped me. Like I'm taking it all. Like I remember when I was a student back when I was like in my 20s, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't need that. Try to be this big hero now. I'm like, yeah. I'll take this. I'll take yes. this. I'll take that special room to write my exams. I'll take longer time. I will, I will do it all. I know. Because there's no hero here. I know. I tell my undergrad all students the that all degree. the time. See, being a mature student has its benefits in oh, terms 100%. of like how you know how to support yourself. Because I've had conversations with students lately, like, you know, really dedicated, strong, academically strong students. And they'll say, when I suggest like academic success coaching or whatever, they're like, I don't need that. Like, isn't that for people not doing well? And I'm like, absolutely not. It's for people who are overwhelmed with their workload. Yeah. Like we're all overwhelmed. We all need to find the right strategies uh, to help us through it. Like access the resources. Like a learning disability is not a weakness. Okay. Exactly. It's not a weakness. No, that's right. It's not. It could be a strength. Well, we all learn we all differently. learn differently. Yeah. OMG. There's no standardized way of learning. I like could just, just go on it. about this for a very long time. Anyway, this is why I'm about to become a social worker. Yay. And work with families and How has it been back to be back in school? I love it. Yeah. Good. I love it. I am I missing work though. I'm missing work. Like I was at a meeting. I'm on like one of the advisory committees or whatever for the program. And we were like all sitting around the table and like making plans. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I miss work so much. Yeah. But I think that being on placement yeah. will help fill that void yeah, of like sure. not being at work. I love school like yeah, so much. I knew you would. That's it's awesome. like so fun to learn as an adult. I know. And like a program that you're super excited about. So fun. So fun. I mean, I don't know how this semester is going to go, but I liked last semester. Yeah, so that's we'll awesome. See. It's going good. It's been an adjustment, like not having, like not working. Yeah. Obviously. But we're making it by... Short-term pain, long-term gain. Short-term pain, long-term gain. Yeah. Gain, rather. Busier than you thought? Busier, like my brain is busier, but I actually have more time than I ever had ever. Okay. Like I won't now because I have placement and then school. Yeah. But like I had Mondays and Fridays off. Yeah. Like when, like for like months. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Like it was, you know, and then you have your classes, but like they're broken up through the day. So it's just like, you just, I'd take Logan to school and come home and have a hot cup of tea and silence. And like, you know, no, it was really good. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm glad. Also, if anyone wants to talk to me about that, yeah, too. Yeah, you'll be part of the inaugural, well, you are part of the inaugural social work class. Yeah, super fun. You'll be part of their first graduating class, which is exciting. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm so excited that we got back on the mic. Yeah, me too. Took us took us a bit to get up and running. But it's ha- so nice to chat. I know. It is nice to catch like, up. These conversations, as much as they are for our community, like these fill my cup. Yeah, they're for we're just chatting. We're just doing this. Well, we us just talking right. to one another. Well, anyway. and we said that like we had a conversation. Remember I called you a few it was like a month or so ago. And we talked for 45 minutes on the phone. Yeah. And we were talking about the kids and behaviors and different things that have been coming up and trying to support their independence while also trying to be like, motherfuckers, like you got to listen up. Put your on. Yeah. And then we were like, shit, like this should have been a podcast episode because our conversations are always so good and I appreciate them so much. So it, oh, like it just fills my cup. Me too. To have these combos. How's Logan doing with school? Good. It was a, it was a six week 
transition, transition yeah. for sure. Like I think I read that somewhere. Yeah. That it takes six weeks for kids to fully like transition. Yeah. Or like six to eight weeks. And we felt that yeah. hard. Yeah. In what ways? Just like at home, he was giving us a harder time than usual. Like right. Logan's like a very easygoing kid. Right. Like he's never had a meltdown as a toddler. Right. Like lay on the floor, kick his hands. and Like we've never seen that out of him. Right. And we started to see it a little bit at like three and a half, four, as he was like trying to figure out his emotions. Like yeah. age four was, age three and a half to four and a half was like. My girlfriends and I were just having this conversation over Christmas break. We're all like, we all have kids, some of us same ages, some different ages. We're all like different stages, you know? Yeah. And we were talking like, what's the hardest age? What's the hardest age? And someone was like, Seth, what's the hardest age? And I was like, honestly, I think it's different for everyone. But for me, my, for my kids, it was three. Yeah. Like I find three so hard but There's you're right it's, so, and then someone else said is it I think it's four and so it is that three and a half, half to four and a half. half yeah and yeah and so we were just like and you get to a point where you're like okay is this because the pendulum swings back right of like course, yeah. you have like points yeah. where it's like okay you're in a period and then things like get better and you're like okay like we got through that and Daniel always says like it'll come back yeah it'll swing yeah. back and there'll be another you know challenge to get through but right now we're in like another good phase yeah. so we know that like that tells us that that was like the a transitional yeah, period and whatever and I'm sure he'll go through it again but just it was tough it was like just a lot of pushback and a lot of like just not wanting to comply and attitude yeah like the great primary attitude everything yeah but uh yeah it's been good But they are who they are, you know, which I think is like, that's been something that's made me really proud. And I think you feel a similar about Logan is like, we've had that too. Like you go through, we're like, oh, that's new. That's a a new language or like, that's (laughs) a new, you know, act or that's a new, even like interest that you have. Or like, how do you even know about that or whatever? And it's like, oh, right. You have this community at school now that we don't see. Like at daycare, we saw them or we knew, you know, like it was a little different. Or you get chit chat at the end of the day with the teachers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny, but same thing. Then I'm like, I'm so proud because like parent teacher or the after school, it's like, he's so kind or like, he's so, or like so-and-so got hurt today. And like, he ran right over and asked if he, so I'm like, you know what? Like they'll go through these transitions and there'll be these pendulum swings. Yeah. But at the core of who they are, like we're doing it. We're we're doing okay. You know, like we're doing okay. So that's pretty sure. I always think back to this when like, I don't know when it was, but it was in that three and a half, four and a half phase yeah. where I was just like having a hard, hard day. And I was like, does Bo beat you up too? Yeah. And you were like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, okay. Like, cause there was a good year where Logan would beat us up when he was like emotionally overstimulated. Right. right? And we knew we could almost guarantee when it was going to happen. Like we would look at each other like we're getting beat up tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's happening (laughs) because he, we were like, we have him out way too late. He's going to be overstimulated, whatever. And I would like, it's so funny. Like, but this is why we need to talk about these things in case there's other people sitting there being like, oh, okay. Like my kid's not a monster. Right. Or like I'm broken. My kid's broken. Like nobody's broken. No. It's just the situation that we're all living in. Yeah. Oh, but it's so funny. Like it's funny. Speaking of overwhelm, how was Christmas? How was the holiday break? Like I feel like it was such a fun year for us. Like the ages, they all really got it. It was really exciting. There was a lot of excitement. I think like Pat and I were talking as sad as it is. I think there's only a few of these years oh left, God. right? Because Don't then, even say it. I know, but it's true. Like, and every every parent I talk to who has older kids, they're like, oh yeah, you're in the best 
like oh. years for Christmas, like for those things, like where the magic is still so alive, you know? And I this year was like the year. Like yeah. last year, the twins were a little young still. Yeah. They were excited, but they didn't really get it. This year, all three of them were like in so it cute. together. They got it. They were excited. They were like, you know, but... It's so fun and awesome to like see everyone, but oh my gosh, it's busy, isn't it? It's like Groundhog Day every day. I read a meme the other day. I laughed so hard. It was like me right before Christmas vacation. Like I can't wait for vacation. Me during vacation. I can't wait to get back to work and have some routine. Me, first day of work. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I always say this too, that like, we were busy. It was nonstop because not only did we have plans, but Logan has well, like- that's it. The social the calendar. social calendar yeah. is beyond. Yeah. And so like, we didn't want him to miss out on his fun stuff. Like he had a jingle jamboree, then he had his hockey party. And then yeah. it just seemed like there was one thing after another, but that's yeah. so fun for it him. Is. And yeah. so like, it's fun for us too. Yeah. <laughs> it is so fun, but I've never been more tired. I mean, not to harp on our age again, but I was like, I'm feeling it. I know. Like I'm- so tired. So then it's like Christmas Day and then Boxing Day is always the family party and then Dave Sampson. Yeah. And we can't not go to that every year. And plus that's when we see each other. Yeah, that's our date. But it's like, that just like kicks me right off my arse. I know. Like, if but any- it's so funny because 22 year old me would just uh, get, wake up and do it all again every day. And then- I had a, we had a wedding and then it was like, and then, and then, and then it was New Year's Eve. And I'm like, when will it end? And then you're back to making the when lunches. When will it end? I laughed at your snap. Like the Logan's lunch can, like we're back or whatever. Yeah. Hi, old friend. Hi, old yeah. friend. Like, I was like, yeah, just like that. Like I remember putting that lunch can away two weeks ago. Anyway, wild. But Time yeah, wild. It, it was nice. It was really nice. I got to see lots of family, lots of friends. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, it was nice. About. It is. It's so but nice. But I saw Myra River Cottages. Yeah. I saw their reel today. They stayed, like the family that like owns those. Yeah. Stayed out there. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. How nice would it be to just pack up? Um, leave your house. Yeah. Your house stays clean. Beautiful. You pack up, you go somewhere. Right. And you have Christmas there. Yeah. It's and a lot to pack like, though. Oh, I know, but a lot to bring. How nice would that be? It's a nice spot to wake up to. That's oh, for sure. it is. Yeah. That's where we stayed New Year's Eve. But yeah. yeah, exciting things coming up, Jessica. We have a few episodes that are in the works. Anything else we want to share? Or? <gasps> I would love to. Am I allowed? <laughs> well, I know so you don't eager. like to keep a surprise. No, in, so God we no. might as well warn everyone. I guess. Fill Let's just in. say this. Let's just say this. Save the date for February twenty fourth. Yes, the evening of February the evening 24th. of February 24th. Just save the date. We'll release more details as they happen, as they come. But just, you're going to want to mark your calendar. I think we, we can say that we listen to the people. We listen to the people. We're giving the people what they want. We're giving us what we want. We're giving us what we want. Everybody giving the people what they want. Bigger and better. Yeah. More of the same, uh-huh. but bigger. You're giving it better. away. Well, I mean, I think they know. They know. It's exciting though. I can't wait. An it's event gonna be is good. in the work. It's going to be good. And we usually do a Galentine's thing, but this is like post-Galentine's. Yeah. It'll be worth the wait. Didn't happen right around Galentine's time, but I think that's okay. I think I this too. will be worth it. It will shake off that, that post-February so blues. Fun, Galentine's. Galentine's did was that. fun. If you got to go to attend that, that was online. We did yeah, it over Zoom. That was a COVID what year. A f- Fun night. You got COVID. <laughs> I had COVID. I had COVID during Galatides. Yeah, I always remember? didn't make it. I know we and had then, a big plan. We wasn't there get something together. else we couldn't do? Uh, oh no, that's what it was. I couldn't go to, couldn't the, go lakes. to the lakes. Yeah, we had to do it over what Zoom. A fail. I know that was just classic. Oh, that's a classic mom. Like God, mom's night out. COVID. We should. St- oh, I just got a thought. We should stay down. Oh, 
I don't want to give away the details, but we yeah, should we stay should. somewhere. We should. The night of. We should. The night of the 24th. We should. We should. Yeah. And we should also go for dinner beforehand. Love it. Okay. Love it. It's on the pod now, so it means we have to do it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hold us to it. <laughs> We're also going to chat with you in the coming weeks about sleep. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll put a poll up and ask people what they want to know about yes. basic sleep training. Just sleep in general. Parenting too. Yeah. And ask me about that. Yeah. Got some awesome. good tips and tricks in my little toolbox. Toolbox. A little, a little toolbox. A little toolbox. <laughs> Other reoccurring guests we'll have yes. on. We'll chat yeah. with them. And maybe we'll do one about communication. We'll talk to the people and see what they want to Lots. know about relationships, oh interpersonal gosh. relationships. We'll chat it's like, more about I that. I want your advice, but also I don't. <laughs> Why? Because I don't have to do it. You hate my advice. Because like, <laughs> it's so good. And I'm like, shit. You hate it. <sighs> we'll have a conversation and you'll be like, no. <laughs> and you'll just give me the <laughs> eyes like yesterday. You're like, no. Like, what? Well. Nothing you say. It's going in one ear and the other, la, 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 la. And sometimes it sounds like I'm just being a contrarian, which sometimes I am, but like I'm just always playing devil's advocate, but I'm not. I just like to consider other perspectives. And you're like, Sarah, and no. I, and I get so angry. I know, you do. It's know, so funny. Sorry. It's okay. I'm a defensive listener. <laughs> you we know are. this. You are. Ask my husband. You are a defensive listener. He lives listener. with me every day. <laughs> we'll talk Poor about what thing. that means. We'll have the husbands back pod. on too. Yeah, we'll have the husbands. We had them on full disclosure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had them on a while ago to record and unfortunately that won't make it. No. That won't that won't, won't make the cut. We'll leave that on the cut editing room floor. Maybe we'll share some bloopers from it or yeah. something, but that one's not going to make it. Daniel was like, Did we get fired? <laughs> Well, like, this wasn't our best work, you, I you'll, think. You'll, you'll be back. Yeah. You'll be back. You'll be back. We'll do another one. That'll be fun. But it's always fun to hear from the listeners what they want to know because it's like they're taking a deeper dive into our relationship, yeah. which is fun because it forces us to take a deeper dive. Yeah, that is fun. And consider things that I'm like, oh, I don't know how we do that. Or yeah. like, how do we parent? Or how yeah. do we like- That is fun. You know? Let's give, we'll wrap up this episode with a quick snapshot of what the next, well, we talk about like semester or midway through the year. So what is the second half of the year? look like for each of us you go first what's up what's upcoming what's happening for you I'm starting my placement with the social work program so I'm doing medical social work that's going to be cool right new for you (laughs) oh yes yeah all my experiences with children and youth Mm -hmm. and behaviors and this is like so out of my comfort zone right which is what I wanted right because I need new I think it's important to step out of your comfort zone. that's the intention of 2024. Like we're leaning into discomfort. Okay. We're leaning into discomfort. I feel like I've been discomfortable for a very long time. Discomfortable. Uncomfortable. (laughs) I am so discomfortable. We're putting that on a shirt. So discomfortable. This is discomfortable. You've been leaning into discomfort. That's where education happens. That's where growth happens. That's where the learning happens. Discomfort. We're getting a little bit uncomfortable. What about you? I am teaching two courses, a number of labs. I'm taking a course for my MED. I'm over halfway through my graduate Ooh. program. So this we is- We have to um, have a grad party. Yeah, like we, a we do. We do. That'll be fun. We'll do a conjoined grad party. That's a group. That's something to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, doing that. I'm working on a couple of research projects, which are very exciting. Happy to be part of that. I'm also going to so, be working on a research project. Yeah, very cool. What so about? So fun. I don't know. Okay, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I do know, but I just, I can't think off the top of my head. Okay, that's cool. I actually, we're doing a couple podcasts at CBU, which is fun. Like one for research on campus and one as part of the research project about 
kind of, a, well, we're not calling it this, but it's kind of about social emotional learning in hockey and the sport of hockey, which is really cool. Oh. It's one of the research projects. And then we're looking at social emotional learning in another research project. So cool. that'll be fun. Lots of fun. Working with one of my profs on that actually, which is a cool experience for me. It's funny to be a student and instructor at right. the same institution, right? Yeah. Like you kind of see two sides of the coin. But yeah, really excited about what I'm teaching this semester. Really excited to get working on that. Really excited about my course. And then after this course, it's just kind of working on, I have one other and then my thesis is all that I have. Oh my God, that's scary. Yeah, that'll be a lot of work. Podcast stuff. Podcast stuff. Sleep business stuff. Yeah, it's busy. But I'm excited though. Yeah. Like I really am. It's all good. good. Well, my friend will laugh because I'm all, when I, not that I complain, but if they're like, how's the week? I'm like, ah, busy. (laughs) Her response is like, have you taken on too much? And I'm like, yes, I have. Yes, I have. So I am starting to get better at learning how to say no. But I don't like saying no to things that I'm genuinely excited right, about. I know. And so far, like I had a lot of opportunities between September and December that were new and interesting yeah. and exciting and that I like really did care about. So I couldn't say no, no. Right. So like you're just trying to balance all of that, which is hard. But it's like I don't you're scared so to the say next no time the you tell me no, I'll know that you just don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just trying to do better and no, say no. That's fair. Next opportunity. I have two, worked on two chapters last semester. So hopefully seeing those come to fruition in 2024, mm-hmm. get those published. It's exciting. Fun. It's an exciting time. We ahead. also want to have some new merch. Yeah. Our last merch drop was very successful. Yeah. And so we're looking to have like a winterish one. Mm-hmm. So like if there's anything you want, should we do like a know. toque and a crew neck? What do we do? Oh, I would love, I would absolutely love a crew neck. We're in our crew neck era for I sure. I know, 100%. Yeah. I hope it never goes away. I know. It's a good era. It's a really good era. Yeah. Maybe a toque, maybe a crew. We also just have to have a pod where we just talk all pop culture stuff because I so badly want to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but oh my God. we're just running out of time. Less. What? Like who cares? Really? Yes. Oh, so interesting. Oh my God. Why? Well, are you a T-Swift fan? I love her music, but like, yeah. I'm not like a, I love her and I love the fact that she writes her own music and I respect her. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like. Yeah, girl, go, girl. Yeah, do you have interest in going to the Eras tour? No. No. Too too crazy, too busy. I would okay. ter- be terrified. Really? Yeah, no. I can't do concerts. They're not for me. Big concerts like Cavendish? No, no. 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 But this, like, what if you had a seat, like a designated seat in a Perhaps. stadium? But then it's like, is it going to take me three hours to exit? Yeah, probably. Like, no. You don't. They go, they happen You know quickly. me. Oh, interesting. Can you Irish goodbye at concerts? <laughs> I don't know. You are the queen of Irish goodbyes. Anywho? Yeah, interesting. All right. I mean, we can talk about it, but. Well, I think it's fun, like just interesting to see the economic spinoff of Taylor Swift in the past few months. Like what she has done for the NFL oh, has been pretty funny. I mean, not but that the NFL needed her. I was her, just going like, to say, but then people would say but, like, oh, the NFL was already so. Yeah, yeah, but you can't deny that like Travis Kelsey's jersey sales went through the roof after Taylor Swift started dating him, so. The T-Swift yeah. army, they don't joke around. They don't. Like they will. It's wild. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a total Swifty, but I'm definitely a fan. Oh, I'm a fan. But I saw Taylor Swift Swiftie. in PEI. So did you, I. Yeah, yeah. In Cavendish. Yeah. Yeah. We I went there. with my mother. You did? Yeah. We were there on a girls weekend, I believe. I wonder if we saw each other. Probably. So funny. We didn't know each other then. No, I yeah, know. I went with my mom and a few friends and their moms. And <laughs> I love that thought of like, <laughs> well, you were younger. I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Like but how, like, 
I was legal to be there alone. Drinking age. Like Daniel but you was there. Have been, right? Daniel was there. Was he? Yeah. Were you guys together then? No. Would you have been legal drinking age then? No. Because I think uh, I just was. Maybe not. Maybe I'm getting my years know. mixed up. I'll have to check the dates on that. I don't know. I can't remember. I was definitely like early no, 20s. No, I definitely. I'm, I was probably 19. Okay. I have no idea, to be honest with you. I think it's interesting to think about how many times you've been in the same room as someone. Me and Pat talk about that all the time. Like how many times were we at the same event or in the same building? I always knew where Daniel was at all times. (laughs) (laughs) Where is he right now? That is for sure. That is hilarious. I had tabs on that man. No. Oh my God. I I had tabs. I remember once being in the same place as Pat and noticing that he was there being like, oh, Pat McRae. But- that's it really. But I'm sure we've been in the same building like a number of times, but it's funny to think about. Yeah. It's so even cool. you and I, like how many times have we been oh, in the 100. same room or same well, we area, same you know? gathering in North Sydney. Yeah, that's right. At someone's house. I don't know who it was. That was my birthday. I was there I with think. Bria, mm-hmm. but like we didn't speak. We did it. I, I don't think I saw you there. You saw me. We knew of each other, but like. I feel like we were having like a table conversation. Were we like I a don't group think, of us? No? I do not think. Cause I was like, oh my God, Sarah Farrow. <laughs> Look at I her. hate I hate her. What was the <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> Oh you you weren't sure if you were to hate me or not though. That's true. I didn't have any feelings about you until I saw you in the classroom. And I've shared the story before, but I remember reading your name being like, huh. Do we like I her? I think she dated Daniel Evangi, and I don't know if she's dating him now or not. And I don't know if I like her or not because <laughs> I don't know what went down there. I think it must have been right around that time or like Yeah, it must have been. In my brain it was anyway. That is so funny. And I remember feeling like I had to be on team Daniel. And so then, I was like, I need to check in with Daniel and know if I'm team Jessica or not. And if you had a message, him, he would have told you to be team Jessica. Yeah. 100%. Well, you guys were together then. Right? Oh. <laughs> right? Yes, we yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I even if we weren't, that. I know he would have said team Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> I just know it. Let it be known. Um, even if you were to be team Daniel, you wouldn't have been able to. We, cause we, right. we had we good connected. chemistry. Yeah, we did. We, we did. like connected on another level. And here we are. And now look at us. Who yeah. thought? Look at us. Just look at us. Who would have thought? Just look at us. Hilarious. Well, I'm glad to be back. Happy 2024. I guess we have to go pick up our kids from school. We do. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And hopefully see you more. Yeah. Hopefully chat more, see you more. Yeah. We've passed each other in the hallways at CBU a few times. But like, even that was weird because we couldn't even be like, I I brought you tea like one time. I I remember thinking like, oh, we're going to have so many dates. And like, hi. Check this PowerPoint for me. Yes. Okay, bye. bye. Like it was always just very quickly. Yeah. Because it's also like you're at work. So, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. like I can just be like, you want to hang? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm teaching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, That's too funny. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see more of you. Hopefully we'll see more of everyone, the community. We will. It's February 24th. February 24th event, perhaps. Mark it on the calendar now. Grab your girlfriends, grab your friends, whomever wants to come. Yay. There'll be room. There will be. There'll be room. (laughs) So excited. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us around the table on this episode of The Morning Meeting with Sarah and Jess. If you're enjoying your time around the table, if you like what you're hearing, tell us, tell a friend. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can like and subscribe. You can rate and review. We would appreciate it. It helps us. Help us help you. Make sure to subscribe so you never have to miss another morning meeting. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.